Thank you for those words there, Kesha, uh, as we now turn to three men sitting in a room discussing a film. Welcome to the even worse idea of all time. And, uh, um... Just quickly before we get into the concept of what this podcast is, I think we should introduce ourselves. Uh, my name is Jamie. Jamie Owens. I'll give you the last name there. Oliver Paul. Last name's Ahoy. And Alistair Armstrong. But my friends call me Oliver Paul. <laughs> I do not, because that's my name. You, you, this is a serious identity fraud. I've tried to talk to you about this. You've got my fucking passport. Uh-huh, and there's nothing that you or the police can do about it. Right, so <laughs> so this is a this is sort of a, a tribute, <laughs> if you will, to to an existing uh, an existing podcast called the Worst Idea of All Time, and that is run by uh, two New Zealand comedians, uh, Mr. Tim Bat and Mr. Guy Montgomery. Uh, the essential concept is that they watch and review a film each week. The catch there being that they watch and review the same film each week. And so they've done this uh, three years in a row now. Uh, first with the film Grown Ups 2, then with the film Sex in the City 2, uh, and thirdly, for their last year, uh, they've done uh, We Are Your Friends. But they're hanging up their hat, they're calling it quits. Um, and in, a, in the latest uh, episode, uh, host Tim Bat said, you know, look, I'd like to see someone someone try this format. Um, and we thought, you know what, we've... Us three, we've, we've done a bit of a podcast ourselves over the last year or so. It hasn't gone swimmingly, but... Uh, well, but if anyone else did, I think we'd be furious. If someone else took some, the concept, yeah. I don't know, it just feels like something that... It's a, it's a nice experiment. You know, we thought, we're, we're young, plucky Kiwi lads. Uh, let's let's take this. Let's take this mantle and, and, and run with it. Because you hear them do it, but you can't necessarily understand the, the true experience mm. of, of watching it so many times. And I think no. getting a first-hand glimpse of that might, might reignite yeah. our, our failing and dying friendship. Not to oh. Oh, certainly. And um, I think I don't really anticipate too much. Certainly, um, I don't anticipate that we'll match the success or the, the, oh, the wit not. We are, of Tim know. and Guy. I mean, you know, they're um, two of New Zealand's best and brightest comedians. But um, We are fundamentally lesser men. We are the ice ice baby to their under pressure. Mm, We've um, taken a key element. We don't do it quite as well, but every once in a while you might want to have a listen. Yeah, just a kind of a bit of variety maybe. But um, I think at the very least it will, yeah, it'll give us a good insight into what those brave boys went through. Yeah, uh, and so the, f- the film we've chosen to watch for the next 52 weeks of our lives uh, is Bad, it's called Bad Moms 2 here in New Zealand, uh, and other uh, markets close to us. If you're an American, we can translate that for you. It is called a Bad Moms Christmas over there, because right. you are Christmas boys. Um, in America, does it... Bad does does, does it bad apostrophe? No, I don't think so. No, because it because the first so it's like the bad first moms. one's just called bad oh, oh Christmas it's Christmas. Short. Oh, I think it's or a, is it like a bad oh, moms. No, it's a bad moms Christmas. The Christmas does not belong to them. It's just uh, it sort of does. Though. I mean, it does, but but it's like bad mom is the name of the franchise. Yeah, yeah, ba- right. yeah. Because the first one's called just just bad moms. Obviously. It's like a Christmas that's that's a bit bad momsy. This so time. I don't know like why. Snoopy's Christmas. It's like no, no, no. Christmas. Nothing yeah, is like Snoopy's exactly. Christmas, which I'm lobbying to go number one on every chart, um, <laughs> as you have for the last <laughs> few years, and every year you're disappointed. <laughs> I don't know why we can't have it called be called a bad mom's Christmas though because we, we, we don't know what Christmas <laughs> is over here we, we do it in the summertime look if we do if, we spend on the beach in our, in our shorts if there's anything this movie made clear to me it's that American Christmases are something else they oh, are absolutely garish affairs they love it 
It's very casual in New Zealand. Let's make a quick note that we have not seen Bad Mums 1, as, oh, as is tradition with, with Guy and Tim doing you know sequels to films they've never seen. We thought we'd, we'd do that as well. So, mm. And of course, none of us have seen this before. It is still like, fresh in cinemas. Mm. But did, did, did we manage to get to a cinema? No. No, no let's talk about the film, actually, because that's what we, should, we were meant to do. Um, what's no. the plot of this? Yeah. I reckon we should... Uh, okay, we, yeah, we'll talk about the plot first, I guess. What's the plot of this film? So there, um, are, there are three bad mums. Uh, one played by Mila Kunis, one played by Kristen Bell, one played by Catherine Hahn. Obviously, in the first film, they've done, I guess, bad things to warrant their, their title of bad mums. Oh, surely. But now it's Christmas time, and their bad mums are coming to stay. Oh, no, what a reversal. I know, I know. Uh, so Mila Kunis' mother is played by the wonderful Christine Baranski. What legend. Uh, to work with. Kristen Bell's mother is played by uh, Cheryl Hines. Ooh. And Catherine Hahn's mother is played by Susan Sarandon. Cheryl Hines, of course, owns Hines tomato sauce. Different spelling of that last name, so it's intriguing. She, she, she owns yeah. the tomato sauce, but changed. I didn't say it had anything to do with the last yeah. name. No, it's no, just, it was it's all just a coincidence. That's an interesting. She name. just loves her sauce, mm. but if you give her mayonnaise, she will. Sh- she will shit. <laughs> Literally, she doesn't say. Does the mayonnaise do something quite violent? Oh, to her. Yeah, yeah, no, very, real, real. She's lactose um, intolerant. Oh, it's horrible allergic reaction. It's, we shouldn't really make light of that. Um, no, I'm sorry. Not. Um, whatever your bloody name is. Cheryl, our apologies. Cheryl, we'd love to get you in the studio. <laughs> you can you know, maybe make it up to you in person. Um, and so basically, the plot is that you know these the three bad mums have their mothers come to stay, and each of them sort of have their own plot of you know reconciliation. There's, there's some disagreement. Oh, overcoming the the family kind of. Um, I don't know, the family discord. There's conflict. They want different things from their Christmases. Everyone does, and you've got to find some sort of halfway point to make it an acceptable season. I I like that they... They explore that Christmas can be an awful time for families. It can tear them apart. I'm increasingly less of a fan of it as it goes on. There's a lot of magic in there for, for children, and I like some of the traditions. Snoopy's Christmas, as I say, um, the best song of all time. But but I don't know. I feel like it's a that sort of commercialism really drives oh, people apart, and I think it's good that the film explores that. But this mm. film is a product. I mean, this film is a commercialism in its in its finest form. Yeah, they resolve it by sort of having a relatively lavish thing and. And it does but, still centre around, you know, oh, we need to please everyone and just fucking, I don't know, just have a good time. It's not about me, I don't know. Don't know if they really learned their lesson there. <laughs> yeah. But, um, there there a- is a, a quite a good bit in the film um, where Christine Baranski kind of is throwing this lavish party and her daughter, Amy, played by Mila Kunis, comes in and she says, this is everything wrong with Christmas. Mm. And I was like, hmm, you couldn't be more right. Yeah, but then Mila Kunis, she'll just cash in that check doing this film, which is everything wrong with Christmas. And I feel like well, she's I also... totally wrong with Christmas. No, actually, I don't And know. she's also chasing an ideal Christmas, so she's also to blame um, well you yeah, know she, she doesn't do it in quite the same sort of controlling way obviously Christine's in the wrong I'd say but I don't know her, her fixation with it needing to be sort of right is I don't know just just, just well, chill look, out everyone wants to have a good time on Christmas I know um, but it's the most wonderful time of the year isn't it all well, you need no. for and the next year of our lives is going to be the <laughs> yeah it's because we're Christmas. watching this in December so it feels like the right vibe it's the way to welcome in Christmas and you know they reference love actually and it's like oh it feels like Christmas you know this is a nice ramp into the, the Christmas season but when we're watching it in, in mid June yeah uh, <laughs> mid June although actually although it'll be cold might, I was going to say it might be cold you know that, that, that cold weather might you no know, snow though yeah. no snow you know, it doesn't really snow well but the cosiness of an American Christmas the, the fire and the warmth might might you know 
warm yeah. our, our cold New Zealand hearts in, in our winter. <laughs> warm this cold, the right time this to cold Wellington flat. So, um, so yeah, as, as we're sort of, um, I don't know if we specify, the, the film doesn't have a lot of a plot. What we no. say about the conflict, that's pretty much it. There isn't a Bas- huge driving thing. The, the, the bad moms decide that they're kind of fed up with their, you know, traditional uh, matriarchal roles and, and having to handle... Fair enough. ...handle, you know... All of Christmas, basically, and they're saying, you know, look, we want to take Christ- take Christmas back is the phrase they use, and I guess just have a have a more low key, loose time. Fucked mantra. Yeah, uh, it's a bit, I don't know, a bit sort of fanatical. It's a bit make America great again, but I, I don't know. I think they have a good heart. Yeah, they, although they, they are bad right. moms, they are good. They're not bad people. No. Um, so although, yeah, I guess being, yeah, yeah. So 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 that's the way the we film. the way we watch this film. Yeah. Uh, Still out in the cinemas, of course. So we thought, hey, we can go along to the cinema. Just, just bloody watch this film for the first few watches. Yeah. So we don't have to do it at home every time. Yeah, that'll, that'll be, be nice. It'll be a nice experience. We've had a new, few nice trips to the, to the cinema before. Get a bit of popcorn. Um, it couldn't happen because um, it is in very few cinemas. There's one screening in Picton today, which is uh, across the sea. So we could hop on across a boat for straight. three hours. There's a lovely play area on there actually. Um, <laughs> the Inter Islander. I spent a lot of time there. The the, the kids' play area. Um, what institution most of my time there was as a child so it'd be very different now uh and, and I, you know um but but we're not going to do that because you know it costs money <laughs> so we found the well, internet and also that would just be outlandish can you imagine us actually taking a trip sort of that would be lovely maybe one day yeah <laughs> finish <laughs> the podcast by going to picton although it won't be in cinemas then so we'll have to we're right. just watching the kids play bring the dvd um I've, so yeah we've had to sort on i'm sorry i've just got a fun anecdote about picton which i consider to be quite possibly the worst town in oh, new zealand oh you've got um, some stiff competition there buddy yeah no new zealand has a lot of shit towns there's a lot of great ones too great place um <laughs> let's, yeah, let's not sure. sell new zealand down the river i feel like new zealand's strength doesn't lie in its urban areas I'll put it that way. No, Wellington's quite nice. Wellington is Wellington's quite nice. nice city. That's um, where we're from. There's probably a lot to do in Auckland, although I'm not, mm. not a huge fan of it myself. It's too um, big. It is too big. It's very spread out. We're not used to that here. It's just, you can't no. walk everywhere. Wellington's so compact. Yeah, yeah. great trains though. Good in on you. In Auckland. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, I've used those trains. I do the quite nice. Alistair, what's, what's, what's your beef with Picton? My beef with Picton is the um. <laughs> we we okay we we travel to South. My family and I travel to South Island a fair amount. Right. And that obviously involves going through Picton. Mm-hmm. And um, Picton, for any any listeners that are unsure, is the the, the port town that the uh, the ferry between right at the top of the. New Zealand's made up of three islands, uh, and between the two main islands, there, there's a ferry that runs. Mm-hmm. So Picton is is the drop off point to the South Island. Yeah, continue. And um, basically, me and my brothers were walking around Picton one time, and we were verbally abused by like ten or so youths um, who challenged us to a fight. What did they say about you? Oh, challenged you. Well, it was quite bizarre. We kind of saw them scootering past us and, I don't know, I suppose we maybe gave them a bit of a look. Did they, and did they the, say, hey, if you're the Armstrong family, why, why are your arms so bloody weak? They didn't, know. I don't that think would have been good. That would have been good gear. I'd, 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 they should, no, they should. certainly. That would have intimidated me a lot, actually, if they um, knew our last name. But that was, yeah, no, they didn't. Basically, I don't know, they just said... Oh, I can't remember what they so said. So basically what you're telling me, Alistair, is that the actions of these uh, young men coloured your opinion of the town. Well, that and the fact that it seemed like a dismal place. I'll tell you what. Almost nothing to do. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Great baked potatoes there. There's a, a guy called Mr. Spud. I don't think that's his birth name. But he, he does the best potatoes. And, you know, potatoes... Um, 
potatoes, potatoes. But um, these ones, the stuff he puts on them really, really make the flavours come out, really makes it pop. If you get some sweet chilli, some, some beans, you're in for a good time. Um, but, 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 have we discussed how we watched the film? We didn't quite get well, to let's that, Let's talk about it, yeah, Alistair. So, as, as we say, we went to the internet and we, we found this fully legal copy of someone who's filmed. Um, we actually asked the, the distributors, we asked the, the film yeah, studio, we said, can we have a weird copy that someone filmed in the studio? Yeah, totally. I said, by all means. Um, so it, it, is, it features the audience laughter. It yeah. features, at one point, a silhouette of somebody who <laughs> comes back to their seat. Yeah, that's quite early in the film. I think it's someone like, actually taking their seat for the first time. I briefly wondered if it was avant-garde shadow puppetry that they were introducing <laughs> to the film. Uh, did not did not seem to be yeah, I intentional. Think, I think we have to assume at this point that that wasn't the case because that shadow puppetry did not feature anywhere else in the film. No, but, I don't know, maybe it was a little Easter egg. Yeah, maybe. When last the film... Easter eggs at Christmas? <laughs> what? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, mate. <laughs> so yeah, um, the especially the the weird and the frame rate's weird. So it, yeah, the frame rate's super choppy. It's quite slow, and then particularly the the scenes where it's quite dark lighting. Yeah, oh, the it's dark lighting's bad. It's odd. There's a weird vibe. Also, some some of the scenes, you know, when they're you know perhaps showing a bit more chaos, uh, there's there's kind of a shaky cam vibe, and oh, that yeah. really doesn't translate well to that low frame. Oh, it made me giddy. It actually made me quite ill. I was quite I went giddy up to go to, I went up to go to the bathroom, and then I actually felt quite quite. Dizzy. You threw up. Didn't throw up, but I didn't feel like. I held your hair back. Yeah, wow. It was a cute bonding there's, moment. There's not much to hold back there. Oh. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, so yeah, <laughs> look, you know, obviously once the once the official copies come out, we will we will make sure to purchase. Purchase it on Blu-ray, VHS, DVD, every medium that we can get it on. Get so the I'm audio. Hoping, I'm hoping to get it on laser. I'm going to get the audio book. Yeah. Read by Stephen Fry. He's a big bad mom's fan. I'd love him taking on a Christine Baranski voice. Because in I think he in his reading of Harry Potter, he he portrays Hermione as a witch, and she is a witch. But there's this weird haggard old woman voice. It's great. Does he really? Yeah, it's weird. He can't Uh, do female. Um, Bizarre. Yeah, it's look, fine. I don't. Should we? Um, I won't hear a word against Stephen Fry. So, so, so the plot we won't focus on too much. What, we can, what we can get into because the thing is, obviously, we need to pace ourselves yeah. a bit. There's, there's, if we're going to be doing this for fifty-two weeks, we don't want to give away every single little little morsel. You know, there's there's actually quite a lot to dig into. But what yeah. what we will inherit from the the boys um, of the original worst idea of all time, great podcast, as we must say, we owe everything to them uh, in our personal lives as well. They, mm. they they've really helped us along. But what we're going to take is yeah, their guy, shining um, luck. Guy, me actually. Guy, guy got me off heroin. So. Really? Mm. He nursed you back to hell? He got Couldn't. me on heroin, ironically. Yeah, well, he got... He, 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 yeah, he, he got the heroin me. from me and then... Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got to put it somewhere. <laughs> you know, you can't... Hero, heroin can't be created or destroyed. Yeah, that's what It's a constant um, element. In a, so you, if you take heroin away, it's got to go somewhere. Yeah. And that place was into my bloodstream. Oh yeah, it was it was a nightmare. But um, let's focus on him helping Jamie get off it. I think I think. Oh, look, focus on the positive. Nothing else to say, really. You know, he just he was he was really there in a, in a dark time of my life, and, so, he, and he picked me up, <laughs> picked me up by the bootstraps. And um, what a Kiwi legend! Yeah, absolutely. Um, so their their shining light feature is is um, they find the bit of the film that they enjoyed the most that week, but yeah. so it doesn't turn into a, a total hate. Yeah, fest. something that spoke to them. Jamie, what did you really like? Uh, what spoke your truth? I, I really loved a bit. Um, so, in, in like, what I guess is the, is the climax of the film, uh, Mila Kunis has returned home to find that her mother, Christine Baranski, has thrown this outrageous party. And, uh, and so Mila's saying, look, this is not what I wanted at all. I, I want to just have a, have a chill time. I don't want to 
put up with this. Uh, and so she starts. She, she's been this this aggression's been pent up throughout the film. Uh, and so she starts a, a, a fight with her mother, uh, quite a physical fight. And she starts pulling down this enormous Christmas tree, um, and she knocks over some ice. And um, Christine Baranski says, "That was moon ice, you nasty bitch." <laughs> I really do think she said moon. Yeah, there's moon some there's some ice. debate here. So I thought she said moon ice, as in ice from the moon. I think we'll get to know that. I, we'll that check on that's a backstory I'd love to get into, into how Christine Baranski managed to source ice from the moon. It might be, it might be a completely different word. It might be mood yeah, ice. Yeah, well, so now Alistair is saying that, it, that it's mood ice. You know, yeah, but ice, I don't know that ice, ice conveys that different moods. It's just a standard sort of... I don't, I don't know. I don't know that ice can make you ha- happy. Well, this is all stuff we can we can get into as, as the weeks go the on. Ice made me randy. Okay. Okay, mate. Uh, Alistair, what, 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 what was your shining light? Well, I'm glad you asked that, Oliver. My shining light was that there's a kind of a reoccurring gag in the film, one of many, yeah. actually, in that Christine Baranski won't acknowledge uh, her daughter Amy's Hispanic boyfriend. She's a bit of a racist. That's certainly implied. She, I think she asked him to like, take her coat at one point. Anyway. Um, basically, he <laughs> the, they arrive at... Um, this I don't know, it's a, a location. I won't get into specifics. You keep your tongue away from me, Paul. Um, and everyone's introducing everyone to everyone else. And um, he, she introduces herself to him, and he's like, "No, we actually drove here together for the last twenty minutes, and we've also met many times before that." And she just gives him a, a really great blank look. <laughs> Just really stonewalls yeah, him out. Completely deadpan. Um, and it's one of one of definitely one of the better deadpan faces I've ever seen. I don't think she moves an eyelid. It's just um, yeah, it's rock solid. And I, I think a lot of credit there. I bet she could chuckle. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. Um, she's she's low energy and it. it's a real contrast and it really works. Um, I'll pick a Bransky highlight as well, um, perhaps just just to fit the theme. I like when they go to this this bouncy castle and it's called Sky Zone. Sky Zone. Yeah, a good chunk of the film takes place in Sky Zone, which is sort of an indoor trampoline. Briefly, it park. seems like they've just copied and pasted an ad for Sky Zone into the film. <laughs> it's a real place as well, Sky Zone. Looks like a wonderful place. <laughs> it does look like it does look like a fun place actually. The old Sky Zone. Yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't think they paid to be in the movie. I think they're just like big fans of Sky Zone, and who isn't? And, I think they paid. And Sky Zone. And the thing about Christine Bransky is that she's quite an uptight sort of. She's she's a bit out of the fun. Um, she's a bit reserved. But when they're having this lovely fight with these these rubber balls and really really pounding each other, and the, the aim of the game is to not fall over when the balls hit you. It's dodgeball. Then when the game's not like a hit, by the they're way. not dodging it though. They don't know. They get well, hit. They, they and initially not out. are. No, no, no. Because yeah, because they get nailed by a few and they still no, stay in no, the game. No, that's exactly. It's falling over. It's falling over. Because at not. the end, when they're having the the show off with the two of them, the mother and the daughter, she throws them once and then they keep going until Christine gets fucking nailed by a ball. But and, my highlight and, is and the groin. is the joy that we find in Christine. This dormant iceberg of 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 happiness. From being violent, and I'd love her to really take out this violence on me. Okay, right. I want her to punch okay. me. That's I want me to bleed. No, 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 no. Okay, you're right. That's probably the dark. That might be a bit good. <laughs> the dark. We'll move on rapidly. Do, do you have anything to? Oh, actually, sh- I'll tell you what was weird when the guy started stripping at the family Christmas. Oh, yeah. That is weird because there were children <laughs> present, <laughs> and I feel like that's not what I do at Christmas. Bit, of, bit of context. I don't want to judge, you know, how you, how people parent their children. You know, if, if you want to expose your young kids to the human body, uh, who am I to say no? Well, exactly. No to that. I mean, I think it's 
actually important that children get exposed to that as early as possible. What? I think we strippers. Should... strippers. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> the human form in all its, all its there's a lot of skill and grace in stripping. Yeah, and right. I think so I children so. should go to strip clubs. That's quite. Oh. Go to strip clubs. Yeah, every day. Every day. Before and after school. <laughs> oh, so not. Not instead of school. Well, no. You've got to have your education, and then you've got uh, to have yeah, your... Yeah, I think there's a lot of math that they need to no- learn as well. What um, exactly are they learning at the strip club? Are they, just, like, lecturing them upon the anatomy of the human well, body Well, no, as you they can't do interfere with the stripping, otherwise it would, you know, it would destroy the entire purpose. Alistair, <laughs> I'm not on board. Look, it's a, it's a bold, Look, it's Oliver, a bold you want, direction. you want a famed Hollywood star, Christopher <laughs> Bransky, to pummel you within an inch of your life, so I'm not going to sit here and take moral judgments from you, sir. I wanted to kick me real good with stilettos. No, 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 okay, all right. I, I, look, I, Alistair, I think it's a really great initiative. I think you should take this to the education board. I will take it all the way to Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. Grind my skull to dust. Hey, shout out to you, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. Hey, God bless you for winning. Overall, what's our thoughts on the film? I, I watch... I actually... I, I'm going to say, first off... Yeah. Don't think it's a good film by any oh. means. I think it's pretty poor. Um, but... I actually had a, I, I enjoyed myself watching it this morning uh, we were sort of having a few laughs between us it really? does grind to a halt sometimes when there aren't montages it really slows down I, I hated the montage love a montage this is going to be a real point of conflict between yeah, us absolutely because I also love the montage. doesn't need to be we could no, just like our own be. things we could I agree insist. to disagree on montages <laughs> nah <laughs> so you didn't like the film well um, I was pretty tired this morning um, mm. yeah we can tell yeah um, you spent most of 2014 being tired, if I recall. No. It was your defining character trait, and I love it. I had lots of character traits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had lots of forced character traits. He'd, he'd, he'd march into school saying, I've got a new thing, yeah. and do that for the rest of the day and then forget about it, because you don't have a personality. I, I want to like actually tell people, how if people are listening on it, I want them to know how old we are. Because you say 2014, and then you say school. Yeah. Our last year of high school was, was 2014. Oh, yeah, we're relatively big boys. I'm, tw- I'm 21. I'm a, I'm a cool 20. I'm an even cooler 20. So I'm the oldest here. Mm. Uh, <laughs> All right, mate. physically <laughs> the weakest. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's, that's, I'd say that's true. Yeah. I'm physically, so the, I'm physically the largest, though, is what I would say. That's true, you have the most He's a tall boy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a tall drink of water. And he's got lots of silver water spoon in it. up his ass. Yeah, yeah. That's a quote from the Shawshank Redemption, right there. Mm. Um, no, I, I, yeah, no. But today I was tired. Didn't Tim Robbins direct this film? <laughs> because um, if I can just silence Oliver forever. Um, <laughs> this morning I was woken up at about five thirty a.m. My mouse trap went off, oh, as no. they so often do at five thirty a.m. in the morning. So it's, um, it's peak mouse hour, isn't it? Yeah. Unfortunately, it hadn't gone quite properly because the mouse trap had. I'm not. I'm not really sure what went wrong. Wasn't there for it. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't see it go off. But it had kind of gone through the front of the mouse's oh, face. No. So the mouse was thra- thrashing around oh, a bit. Christ. Yeah. But fortunately, he died shortly afterwards mm. and went into the hole in the ground where I put all my mice. How, how many mice are in there? Four or five, so far. Are they separate or just stacked on top of each other? Um, I kind of just. It, um, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> I found out this weird hole in our lawn it yeah. seemed to go pretty deep like a good 30 centimetres yeah, I don't know and I've just been putting mice in there ever since that's quite cool because their skeletons might sort of mould together I as they decompose I hope not and you can have this lovely chain of mouse skeletons I think it's pretty horrific to a friend or lover <laughs> well certainly but um, <laughs> I, 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 when, the, when the hole fills up probably build a small monument over it um, yeah, no, I think that's probably a good, good option yeah 
Uh, there's, there's plenty more to dig into this film, but we want to pace ourselves and not and not expand on that too much. No, um, no, I need to go buy beer. Alistair needs to go and buy alcohol. So He's got a problem. Um, so we'll leave you with with fond thoughts of Christine Bransky. If you want to get in touch with us, we do have a Facebook page. You could potentially miss it once again. The podcast's name is uh, the even worse idea of all time. Grammatically not correct, obviously. Um, some laughs, some laughs. Twisting from... my ears and pulling my hair into my Okay, <laughs> let's call it there, folks. All right, we'll see you next time, hopefully. I'm a motherfucking...